Hey, and welcome to this episode two of series two of Pullback Reveal with me, Kev Rook. And, oh, how are you all doing? I probably tell from my uh, big sigh there uh, that I have not majorly enjoyed today. I'll be very honest with you. Um, we all have our ups and downs, I'd imagine, during this lockdown scenario, which officially uh, we're fast approaching, I guess, nearly, or no week and a half and it? it's not I was going to say two weeks um I think this is one of those times in life where it's potentially okay to be wishing a little bit of it away yeah probably is to be honest with you um but yeah I am chatting in this episode to Pope Lonergan who I caught up with just earlier today he is uh isolated and locked down uh, at his parents home uh, move back in with them for it so we have a bit of a chat about that and the uh, the fun and challenges that that can bring up for you as well um, but also just carrying on really with uh, a conversation about our thoughts at this stage of the where you know where we find the world and ourselves at this moment in time we have a, a good old chat about his stand-up comedy um, potential knock-on effects to the scene itself the circuit and also, the, is it going to influence material going forwards as well and the styles of comedy and what our audience is going to be after? Um, we have a good old lovely chat. Um, again, Pope's a guy that I know very well from his stuff uh, that he does online and from his social media, uh, which check out the links in the show notes. I recommend you massively have a look at that. Um, Pope's just one of those open, kind of, you know, like an open book type I guess I would describe him as um, all his stand-up is like that as well. It's quite dark in places and raw, but it tends to be, I I believe, uh, very honest and from the heart as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been described, you know, as uh, yeah, taking that kind of heart-stopping raw element, uh, you know, and being fearless with his comedy as well. Um, a really important skill to have and uh, potentially more so in the world that we find ourselves in today as well so um yeah it's, it's, it's a cracking one this just a nice casual chat from two people that have never met but you'd have probably thought that we knew each other quite well which is always nice so thank you for that pope um i'll catch you again at the end of the episode as i said check out all the pope stuff online uh but until then Sit back, relax, put your feet up, and enjoy episode two of series two with the superb Pope Lonergan. Ah, there we go. You're all right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, we don't need don't need video on if you don't want to, but I'm I'm happy to look at your face, mate. It's up oh, to you. All right, okay. I'll t- I'll I'll t- I, I, uh, I'm looking a bit scruffy, so I'll turn the video <laughs> off. <laughs> Mate, if you weren't looking scruffy, I'd be worried. To be honest, yeah, I think we're all, uh, it, yeah. the ones who are all... making an effort—they're the ones that you think must be a psychopath or something. Yeah, yeah, they're um, they're, yeah, they're they they're on the inside, aren't they? They know more than us. Exactly, exactly. Re- <laughs> if you go for your go for your uh, hour. Uh, exercise each day, yeah. And there's a uh, just a lone guy walking the streets in a suit. It's uh, yeah, across the road, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. You you think what are you up to? What's your agenda, buddy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can anyone else see this fucker, or is it just me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you how are you keeping? How are you coping with uh, lockdown? 
Oh, I'm I'm all right. You have good days and bad days. You're probably the same yourself, are you? A bit. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, uh, I have like 20 minutes of very intense existential despair, but then I rally quite quickly. But it's uh, it's constant fluctuating emotions. It's. I, uh... I've I've never heard masturbating called that before. But fair play to you, mate. <laughs> existential despair is uh yeah probably sums up most people's wanks at the moment I'd imagine. Yes. And, and, and in a way it can it can be a nice uh, aphrodisiac it can be uh, well, it, it, can, it, it can make it that much better that much more sweet it, it, exactly mate yeah that that bit of danger you know it's um you know what more it's can you do crazy. these days yeah, exactly. <laughs> get, your, get your thrills. But yeah, that's nice of you to ask, mate. Yeah, I'm coping all right, I think. I mean, everyone's situation's different, isn't it? And it's kind of, it depends who you hold up with and, you know, what your personal circumstances as well. And so, you know, we're a, I'm a married guy with a one-year-old and a four-year-old, you know, so my experience of this is going to be quite different to you know other, other people's i guess what what's your setup yeah, mate? How, how are you hold up so yeah i'm back i'm back i'm at home uh with my with my mum and dad so i'm with my parents at the moment um and we get we, we, we the dynamic between us is we'll always we'll spend the kind of day bickering and they're uh arguing but we don't hold grudges with it so we'll have a big blow up argument and then uh then we'll we'll move through it but my yeah my dad's been quite ill um with suspected coronavirus um I'm, right and that's been for about nine or ten days now uh, i'm not displaying any symptoms so either i'm asymptomatic or I, I i've been lucky to to avoid it but uh yeah it's like it's, it's all right i mean i'm quite a i'm quite a solitary person anyway so the the big loss in my life at the moment is not being able to gig but other than that life pretty hasn't really changed that much for me is it in a substantial <laughs> way apart, yeah, from it, like the, apart from people dying all around me it's uh yeah pretty business as usual to for me to be honest but oh, i guess it yeah it depends where you're gigging anyway how, how often you'd be seeing that on a on a nightly basis as it is anyway mate exactly, but no it's yeah, uh yeah. Hopefully yeah, not I... too many, hopefully not too many of them. Uh, I usually, yeah, my hit rate's usually fairly okay, but it's pretty. Uh, yeah, I, I, it usually goes well most of the time, but the occasional death on stage is uh, an occupational hazard, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it was Seymour Mace who um, commented on something of mine on Facebook or somewhere like that. You know, pretty much saying like, you know, is literally there's this has made no difference to what his life is <laughs> yeah. like at all just like <laughs> like old, you know i love his uh his take on the macabre anyway you know he's always uh quite quite nice anyway isn't it quite sharp way yeah. of doing it so uh yeah. yeah that that's the thing for me having a podcast where i speak to the comedians is kind of uh it's probably not the dynamic that are most affected other than the the gigging obviously but i guess everyone's got that with with, with work at the moment um i've been is it furloughed or furloughed however you meant to pronounce furloughed. it yeah not... furloughed i think yeah 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 furloughed there you go so yeah i've been um i've been furloughed now mate so uh, uh which, so you've uh... seen a bit of a shift in your circumstances i mean my dad my dad kindly pointed out to me 
that I'm someone with no money, uh, no investments, no dependence, and no social life. So I've basically been training for this my entire life. So <laughs> you're this, like, bullet, you're bulletproof. Moment. Yeah, yeah, you're mate, bulletproof. That's exactly mate. It. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, fucking bulletproof. This is my moment. I'm, uh, I cannot be touched. But <laughs> it, it's, um, yeah, it, it's, it has, it has been strange. It's been strange and heartbreaking to see the the sort of complete decimation of of live comedy. Obviously, there's other things that we need to prioritise as as a society, and there's a, a a sense of urgency with regards to you know social care and 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 the NHS and stuff. But just comedy is what you know. Comedy is what I know. What you, what you know as well. So it's it's been high, heartbreaking to see that. Um, you know, scorched earth of, of the comedy circuit. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how we can come out of this as well, isn't it, really? Because it's going to... It was, I had Sadia Asmat on the last episode of this and we were sort of talking a bit on that about, like, the the societal and cultural changes that we might, you know, that are almost inevitable, I guess, about something yeah. this fucking massive. And I think this is the thing that does my head in and maybe a lot of other people's as well, is, like two three weeks ago however long it was this was like not on our radar at least like how quickly and scary is it how quickly life can just be so Change, yeah. fucking it is like living in a you know a, a netflix series or something isn't it you know it's like yeah. it, it's mad yeah no absolutely this it it it, it yes yeah, see, seeing the fabric of society completely change overnight and yeah, like you said, that people, we, I think we kind of all did underestimate this every step of the way. Um, and I know my parents certainly did because I was being, I was being quite uh, anally retentive with regards to following the advice that was given to us. But my mum and dad kept saying, oh, they would never shut down this, they'd never shut down uh, the entire country. And even when it happened in Italy, I was like, look, it happened in Italy. They've got probably, you know, the same population as us. Yeah. Uh, say, and, and they were like, no, it wouldn't happen here, it wouldn't happen here. And it escalated very, very, very quickly. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, there'll be a period of restoration. I mean, it might, in you, you don't want to trivialise it, it or talk about it with any kind of flippancy, but in the same way that the Second World War saw the rise of uh, a, a lot of socially democratic initiatives like the nhs which is a wonderful wonderful institution we have in that world that we should all be very proud of it might create good benevolent change um like like it did post-war i don't know i don't know yeah and i think my thoughts on that differ from sort of what you know whether i'm in a you know a, a dip of mood about you know about stuff you know or sort of you know you just have these random moments of positivity or where you even forget about stuff for a little while randomly yeah. you know and, and yeah i i mean it if this isn't a trigger for some kind of social change you'd have to think yeah. what the fuck do you need to happen to actually lead to something although you know then on a, a down moment it's kind of like well we're we're going to be so dependent and we are already so dependent on the powers that be you know and, and government yeah. with looking after everyone currently that i don't know maybe this isn't a time that you'd get massive change afterwards because we are 
the the natural sort of you know go to for everyone is we need help and we're dependent you know and i guess when you're 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 leaning on someone that much it's it's maybe difficult to talk about right what you know let let's change this it's like with the planet isn't it so we've seen and you're just saying all the um one of the positives that come from it is like the break that the environment's having at the moment um and it's kind of like right isn't it are we really just gonna go like the day they say get back out there and just fuck it all up again you know it's yeah it's it's worrying man yeah i I think just uh we have like an innate individualism and we we are usually worried about our like the people within our small orbit um and so yeah it like you said it's not going to necessarily change most people's inbuilt motivations overnight it's um it's and also it could also take a very dark turn i mean the, the, where they've implemented a lot of draconian measures uh, in order to combat this and it, you know it, we sort of said oh we're not an authoritarian country it would never lead to that kind of thing and I'm not saying it would lead to uh, utter like totalitarianism like you see maybe uh, in, in, in uh, China or somewhere like that but with um, with the government instituting uh, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's I, my train of thought. You know, when your brain just fucks off for a moment. Yeah, you yeah. Well, step, we're, you step we're outside all... of yourself, and you <laughs> you see yourself saying what you're saying, and it's like spinning plates. Like you, feel, <laughs> it's, it's wobbling off. It's, and it's it wobbled off. Well, you're getting that live gig experience again, mate. I'm glad I could deliver that to you. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I, I, I feel very nostalgic for it now. I haven't, haven't felt that when, since I was an open mic up. When, you, when, you, when you're having a conversation with yourself while you're trying to deliver some shitty joke and your, your subconscious yeah. is uh, talking you through it and saying, what, what are you doing, man? Where's this going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you need to cut your losses and just like I did then and just go, do you just, know what, mate? I have no idea what I'm banging on about. I, I don't know. I, I was hoping I would pick, I was hoping I'd uh, pick up a point along the way, but uh, no, yeah, I, it, never, it never happened. They, they, look, by the end of this series, people are going to have, have had so little social interaction. It's um, just going to be probably people just wailing down the down the phone line to me i'd imagine by then anyway or uh, <laughs> sos messages being tapped out on uh yeah yeah uh, on Wait, or it'd be like, so they so there's like a theory and i know they spoke to, uh, in, in james joyce's uh finnegan's wake uh, about how we learned language by emulating the sound of thunder um and i think that's what we'll be reduced to will be oh, reduced, definitely. reduced to just yeah just screaming and shouting in each other's faces just this kind of primordial uh, wailing but yeah we'll wait oh, and, and i'm in danger as well because our one-year-old has absolutely fucking nailed that as well mate so oh, really? she is oh, uh, she pick up some tips you're gonna pick oh up man tips. she's she's she mate she's got this noise i've never heard it before the first kid didn't make it i've never heard any other children ever make it it is like <laughs> the primeval scream it's like what the what the hell is going on here man it, it yeah it properly cuts 
cuts through it, you that that must be what she's doing now i know she's I can, kind of uh, yes she's very much speaking to the current moment she's uh she's actually saying and conveying what we're all feeling so yeah. good, good on her she's a yeah. good communicator exactly man but no i see your point of uh where, where where you were going with that about the is those draconian measures and i guess that's where the the danger is and what i you know i spend too much time reading stuff online and reading stuff that i know is going to wind me up as well i don't know why i go to those places it's maybe not the healthiest thing to do at the moment but you know just for the just, I, I don't I, maybe i enjoy it i don't know maybe i like <laughs> reading reading something that i know is going to make me angry and hunting out these idiots but you you know even this scenario is split between left and extreme isn't it basically you know whether you call it left and right and it's um that this will be you you're right if you know we your your parents saying like oh that would never happen and you know you're saying oh no this could close down and that could at at the moment it seems like anything is possible and that's why yeah you know it or I don't know what your, if if you've got Netflix or not, but what your account looks like when you click on your name. But mine is loads of fucking films and series that are exactly like this kind of thing happening. So it's, yeah. you, you can't almost underestimate anything because a month ago, if we'd have said like, oh, no one's going to be at work and the whole country is going to be shut down, you would have, oh, you know, like your parents were saying, you, you just wouldn't have believed it. So exactly. if there's ever ever a time to get through extreme measures and under the guise of protecting people and looking after them and then inevitably have minimum 50% of the population backing that and agreeing and saying, you know, like, look at Trump's approval ratings at the moment. They're as high as they've ever been. And he's yeah, making a fucking shit. He's making a shit show of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that, I mean, the Trump thing is just, like, I'm reading a good book about, um, about the Trumpian cult of personality and a lot of the ways people have uh, uh, sort of disre- just disregarded all convention within um, uh, like social norms or, or, or the way you're supposed to conduct yourself politically. Um, and with Trump, they they've just given him allowance after allowance. It's, it's, it's like it's like cultish. It's, yeah. uh, like people have drunk the Kool-Aid, but but even here, like like we were saying about the like the implementation of draconian measures. Now I under I understand the need for it at this moment in time. But like the HC bill that they issued, there was uh, uh, protections from false detainment and treatment under the me- under mental health were lowered. So it's like you could just issue out a sectioning willy nilly. Like yeah. if you want to get something like your section, you've got a section and you've got a section. If you want to just get someone uh, off your back, like I might get my parents section. I'm getting to that point this morning. Like it's, they're driving me mad. And what, is there an age, an age limit on, on that? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't get, get my own kids. Section. So. Yeah, this, <laughs> she's, she's been a pain in the ass. We'll get her sections as well. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's that's one of those bit, And even like a small detail, like in, they're doing enforced cremations against people's personal or religious uh, personal wishes or religious preferences. I know to some, I mean, I am a religious person, but um, that's not something that's going to have a huge impact on my life. But it, it just speaks to a larger problem of yeah. uh, uh, corroding um, uh, civil liberties, which 
is maybe necessary at this moment, but will the government keep that going? And will we really even know about it? You know, well, they've been looking for a way to, you know, handle mass gatherings and groups of people and, and stuff like that for for years, haven't they? They've been trying yeah. different ways of trying to disperse groups of people together. And I guess this is like, you know, this is this is ideal, isn't it? This is kind of like, yeah. you know, immediately what you can do. And it's um, that will be quite interesting, I think, when we come out of this as well, because I guess there's there's a little maybe overly optimistic thought, you know, that there's going to be an announcement and a button pressed and we can all get on with gigging and setting up club nights and stuff like that again. But I'm sure there's going to have to be a period of where audience numbers are limited. And, and, and I guess you have to worry as well of how many people are going to be, you know, you, well, you're not going to run out to the O2, are you, the day after they yeah. tell you everything's all right? And But you are you going to be, how happy are you going to be in the upstairs room of a pub with a hundred other people and how long until the first person sneezes, sneezes or coughs and you're like, oh, fuck, man, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not down for this yet. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Well, I was talking, I think it was um, uh, da- uh, Darren Harrier and he, like, like he said the same thing of even when they start to loosen um, uh, these, these safety measures, there's going to be a, a, a long protracted period of restoration where we have to rebuild the 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 comedy scene because people are going to be so tentative and nervous and like deer in the headlights when they first get you know get back out there and get back into society that we can't just expect it to be back to normal overnight it'll be uh it'll be a long a long process and unfortunately there's going to be a lot of collateral in that with regards to comedy a lot some of these things um some of these uh, companies are going to go under. Uh, there's going to be maybe a good part of that will be there. I reckon there'll be like a purge in comedians. It will only be the, the those of us who are like the hardcore who are yeah. absolutely delusional and dedicated to this as as an art form that will that will stick in there. Whereas the the, the hobbyists and fair weather comedians will drop off, which is that's fine. Like a bit of a a bit of um a bit of sort of comedy eugenics uh, yeah I yeah i could be i'll be up for that that's why <laughs> the comedians who, who yeah the the the, the shitter comedians will, will go away so that what well, uh, you know I, I was i was thinking about it because you know I, the whole way through this i've just been thinking at what point can i start promoting a gig again, you know like yeah. when, can i can i just randomly pick a date in the future that i think will be all right and should i just go fuck it i'm going to start booking the gig again from that yeah. date and if it has to change again it has to change or but um no comedians are going to be um for the number of gigs that there are and the number of people that will be thinking that um in you know potentially there's a, there's a, a an amazing period coming up of you know, for a certain level of comic, I guess, at least, for just being in, like, ridiculously huge demand. You know, everyone's yeah. going to want to come back with a bang, aren't they? So it's, yeah. it, it is like a, well, comics are self-employed in the main anyway, and like their own entity and, uh, and, and company it is. So, yeah, it's like everyone's been put out to pasture for a bit. And then, uh, yeah, if you can get through it, hopefully and you know come out the other side of it and it not all be 
collapsed and the whole world gone to shit, then yeah, that that's the positive for me to look on, you know, is that, yeah, you're right. We've got that bit of work to do, I'm sure with audiences and, and getting people comfortable about venues. But I think the smart guys will work out ways to do that as well, you know, and I think that's going to be a concern for the entertainment and venue industry anyway, isn't it? Of like yeah. how, you know, those pubs are going to be mental, aren't they? The first few days of uh, being open, being able to open their doors again, though, I'm sure. I, th- I think as well, there's there's a real call for comedians to be uh, nowadays be multifaceted and be able to migrate their um, their li- their live uh, uh, comedy uh, on on to online platforms. Anyway, I've been lucky. I mean, I've, I've not got a, a huge following or anything, but I've been lucky that I've managed to monetize some online content. I mean, when I say monetize, it's like dribs and drabs. Yeah, yeah. It's enough. It's enough to keep me afloat at this moment in time and that's i mean that's a necessary skill of comedians at the moment i mean you've got people like like uh kay curd who, who who have um been amazing in how they've incrementally cultivated an online following that's just and they've amassed more and more followers yeah and uh i mean obviously that's for him that's like led to live at the apollo and um, of course uh, yeah opportunities in more it's kind of loops back round it, it back around to the old uh, old media and stuff but yeah i mean for those who sort of are mainly older comics who don't really understand the the on like online territory it, it might be it might be this might be a good period for them to be able to branch out into into other things as well so um it, yeah. in terms of like in terms of your material and like the, the shows that you normally do then you must have thought about this is this going to influence how you come back to it at all are you sort of having a, a period of you know self you know oh, look, my mind's gone i can't think of a word yeah yeah of, of like looking at it and going like right am i you know what is my set at the moment you know because you and, you know, fair play to the guys that just go out there and, you know, st- keep banging out. You, I think we all know some of these, you know, of uh, the same set they've been doing for 15 years. And this is uh, this isn't even going to bump them off the road of coming up with any yeah, any yeah. new stuff or anything. But, yeah, what are you thinking for no, when you do get really, to come back? So it's, re- it's really strange you say that because so a lot of um, a lot of my comedy is. Uh, like Alfie Brown described it as cheeky yet in pain and I'm affable presence on stage which means I can get away you know most of the time with with transmitting quite dark subject matter so I'll do a lot about um, drug abuse my own personal drug abuse and having worked in elderly care so there'll be some stuff about elderly death or death in general and it's yeah it can be very very dark and I I realised the last gig I did before lockdown was uh, a wonderful gig called Knock Too Bag at yes. Moss Club. Yeah, know it. And, yeah. And I realised that. So Ivo Graham came on and did a, a really brilliant set about the about what's happening in the world at the moment. And because of what his presence like, it was very it was very light hearted and soothing and and warm and like yeah, it was, it was very enjoyable. And I, I, I was going to tweak my set slightly to to try and 
to try and um, yeah, to try and kind of decrease the basically to try and decrease the amount of elderly death in it at the moment because elderly people are yeah, yeah. dying. And even though the humour doesn't derive from the fact of their death, it's my response to it. I realised I'm almost mathematically the wrong comedian for for this for this moment. And uh, yes, yeah, so the, the the response I got was. It was it was fine, but slightly muted. It took them a little while to warm up, and I think in the end they did warm up. But I, I yeah, it's it's made me. It's it's sort of forced me to have to do stuff that's a bit more silly and a bit more light-hearted, and a bit more of a a, a, um, a kind of balm rather than a direct confrontation of of, of dark subject matter. Which yeah, is, it, yeah. It, it, well, it's it's such a difficult balance, isn't it? Because you, you know, I'm always, I've got my obviously personal opinions on different types of stand up and different the different genres that, that are put formed within it as well. Um, but obviously, you think if any if you've ever done it, then it's maybe you're a bit, you know, you you try to be a little less snobby about it. Although I guess some comedians are. I know maybe more snobby than anyone else about the different, you know, types of stand up and performers that you get as well. But it's that there is going to be a need, surely, when people get back out again for like complete escapism, you know. So for for those yeah. guys that are, you know that that's their stick is is going out there and there's not really much social commentary. It is just being a bit silly and having a laugh, which at, at times is maybe the for performers and you know other people in their art and everything is maybe the type of comedy at times that we look down our noses at a bit you know the the mainstream i guess you might describe it as as well but you can see why for a lot of people that's going to be so important can't you but at, at yeah. the same time you can't wait to see what Stuart lee's going to say about it you know so yeah. it's there, I, there's I mean, going there's going to be audiences i guess some room within it but yeah, maybe that bit of escapism is. You, maybe maybe we'll see a bit of a shift and a, a, a trend change of where where that goes, or maybe this will be a big kick on of you know the satirical stuff having a huge comeback as well. Yeah, I know. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I I I have a real like deep abiding love of the of just un unadulterated silliness. Just um, uh, just yeah, like like so. For instance, when I did Glee recently, I was on with the wonderful Spencer Jones. Oh, and, brilliant. Yeah. And Spencer, I just love Spencer anyway, just on a personal level. And But his comedy, it creates that like manic, giddy high with, 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 with the laughter. We, and the only other time I've, I've seen it in a room is, is with Terry Alderton as well. And... And Tony Law, and they're, they're, they're the, the sort of three people, and that is what people really will need. I think, like you said, it's very escapist, and I think that's exactly what people will need at the moment. So them, them types of comedians are gonna, uh, they're gonna be very much in demand. They're gonna be on fire post after this. Whereas I'm gonna. I'm not going to get much work at all. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have a real fallow period for probably about six months because people just don't—they don't want to be—they don't want to have um, reality 
shoved in their face. Well, like... I, it, it, I, you know, I always look at it similar to music, you know, and there's there's all these different genres, and as much as you personally might hate a certain type of music or a band or pop star or whatever it might be, while you're sat in your bedroom hating them, they can be 10 miles up the road performing to 60,000 people, you know, who absolutely adore them and uh, yeah. and worship them. So we sort of, we're, we're massively influenced, aren't we, by our own, you know, we all think we're on social media seeing what's happening in the world, but the, the, the you know, what's really happening is the algorithms are just putting the, the stuff in front of us that reinforces what we already think and the stuff that we already look at, you know, so, yeah, exactly. sort of, you know, it's not, it doesn't really open, you know, all, all the, the racist fucking, you know, Brexit voters and, and all the nut jobs out there think that everyone think that they're in the majority and that everyone agrees with them because they follow other people that are like them, don't they? you know, so yeah, it's, you, you know, it's, um, there is going to be a need for every type and there's going to be some people that are out there absolutely gagging. I think we forget that from people that are like obviously close to comedy, either performers or promoting or, or, or whatever it is, you know, we, you know, there's audience members out there that aren't seeing all the chats that are going on on the forums. They're not seeing all the, the dark humor that's there already, you know, they're yeah. going to be removed from that. And for some people that will be, so important to hear people talking about it with a realness as well you know it's it it, it sounds strange to say that there's gonna you know there's great opportunity to come from this but there possibly is you know we're finding new audiences and people are going to be stuff like this happening like with a war like you mentioned before you people search out don't they you go and find Absolutely, your groups yeah. your like-minded people and and movement start off the back of that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's um, I think I think you're exactly right there. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, just it will it it will be like it will be a good it will be a good opportunity to me. It will be really uh, forced me to kind of test my uh, test my my comedic skills to do the kind of comedy I do where. You know, there can be it. It can be it can be light-hearted and silly and affable, but then also there is like a darkness permeating it, and um, it will talk about social issues, and it will be slightly nihilistic in in certain moments. Um, to to be able to apply that to to what's going on in the world and and still make it funny is going to be a real yeah a real test. Um, of my abilities and you know, I, I guess it good. yeah I guess there's sort of there'll be that excitement there but then that trepidation as well of you know how, how long do you think because you must be like gagging to get back out oh, there yeah, like mate, as soon yeah. as you can yeah oh yeah I've been any comedian who loves it yeah we're all we're all desperate I mean, the, the 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 online world uh, realm isn't it's not uh like an accurate simulacrum of the live experience so like what i've been really enjoying online i've been doing a, a lot of stuff for next up um, yeah when i've had to host and talk to uh, other comedians or field questions from the viewership or talk to viewers and stuff that's been really uh, like fun and enjoyable and effective but the, i've done a few online gigs and with that it's not 
the perform the performance element has been extracted from it, and you're basically delivering a monologue or having a conversation with yourself, which I do a lot of the time anyway. To be fair, yeah, you're you're not you're not getting the the you're just well for starters there ain't no fucking laughter. That's always no. a big, uh, <laughs> and that's that's usually no comment, no comment. Comedy. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to make a sarcastic comment about that. Ah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be used to that, won't you? Mate? Yeah. It's, um, no, but that's yeah. It's it's uh, it, yeah. It just you just don't. It's, it, there's yeah. There's just no way to replicate the energy of of the live experience, and so I'm very very eager. Basically, the the, the moment I get a hint of a, a real life gig, uh, I'll I'll. You know, I'll be up there on stage again. I'll be back out there, but who knows when that will be? We've had to all down tools, and it's yeah, we're just gonna have to acclimate to this new reality for the moment, which is depressing. But what can you do? You just gotta, you just gotta go with it. It's weird, and it? it's this forced, yeah, forced on a scenario of um, they there's your new life kind of thing. It's uh, yeah, yeah. different times, man. It's like just. Like my, it, it's amazing how everyone just gets on with shit. I'm amazed that everyone's not just running around the streets setting fire to themselves and stuff like that, you know. But it's, uh, I guess, it is a, a testament to the human spirit that you know, no, the world's not. Despite this going on, it, the level of um, unless it's just being completely hidden from us, but you get the odd story, don't you, about people, you know, what was it, twenty five. The police got called to a house and there was like a party with 25, 30 people at the other day or something. And they were like, uh, but like kids and all family members and like just literally just gone about celebrating someone's birthday with like like buffet (laughs) table laid up and all all that sort of thing as well. You know, just complete like, fuck this, we're still doing it, which is like completely ridiculous and like irresponsible but there's nothing I don't, I don't like the, there's, there's nothing like the fear of contagion to 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 really uh to really enliven a party so uh, i don't know how you could how you could go about it anyway but it's it's weird as well like we were saying if you saw someone walking around in it in um in like a business suit you would uh you would you would worry about what they're up to but there are some people like trying to maintain formalities even in this current moment and I, so I'm, I'm someone who really believes in undermining formalities like as long as you don't uh, as long as you're not rude to anyone or you don't strip anyone of their dignity uh, I really believe in like dipping below the threshold of correct conduct and I was on an important conference call recently um, about uh, about I can't really just it is an important conference call and everyone was t- trying to maintain these formalities and talking in the, the, the kind of like business speak that usually yeah. ob- usually obfuscates the point that they're trying to make where they could just go like, oh, this is a big fuck up, isn't it? This is a big, big old mess room at the moment, whereas they just use this different type of terminology, etc. And I I started eating a big bowl of spaghetti bolognese <laughs> while on the video <laughs> conference call. And everyone like got really arsy about it, a big like like and got really annoyed at the fact that it was distracting and that like aesthetic aesthetically it was displeasing to watch a man with like mints in his beard. <laughs> but I just said, you know what? I'm in. I'm at fucking home. How dare you try? To, <laughs> how dare yeah. you try to police my behaviour? 
And why are we even holding on to these uh, these weird social formalities when life as we know it has been turned upside down? I just, yeah, I don't understand the need for it. Yeah, my, my work had us working from home for a, a few weeks before they made the decision that they've just made in the last couple of days. And yeah, there were conference calls and these uh, Microsoft team video calls and, and stuff like that on the go. Um, yeah. yeah, some people, some people are dressed up, dressed up for it. <laughs> there was, a, there was absolutely no, I was sat there with me baseball cap on and stuff, you know, it's like, um, you know, come on, let's have some reality about yeah. the scenario here, you know. How are we not? How are we not like acknowledging the elephant in the room? And like when I did a live feed the other day with Matthew Hyatt, I pissed in a pint glass under my desk. Like, <laughs> it. I, so who, I, who gives a shit? I was gonna hold. I was gonna hold it up to camera and show, to show them as well. But because I was being paid for it, I thought, oh no, I'm a, <laughs> I really need the money at the moment. I'm worried that will uh, that that they will not pay me for uh, for my services if I force everyone to look at piss. Um, but yeah, yeah, weird, weird times we're in. But like you said, there might be, there, there might be, there might genuinely be some positives uh, off, off the back of it. But we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait. We none of us know what the future holds. No, definitely. I guess it's the the how long it goes on for. That's the only yeah. thing, isn't it? And that and and that's where the scenario changes. I think on shifts on a daily basis is, you know, if we if Boris pops up on our screens again later and says. Is another month of it for you on top of what we're already doing, then yeah. you just have to start wondering how long can not just society, but you know, people at an individual level, how much longer can they, you know, despite the reasons that we're doing it, which are all good, and you know, no one, I'm sure, well, no, some people, Toby Young or oh, nut yeah. jobs like that, you know, would argue against the, the you know, the, the, sense in doing what we're doing and that kind of thing but you know it's it's coming from a good place but yeah and having kids as well you know that that puts a whole new dimension on it mate because it's kind of like you know the the four-year-old is savvy you know she knows what's what what's going on she talks about the you know when the virus is gone can we do this again or you know she was uh she was crying the just here you go. Put the emotional bit and upset you a bit, mate. She was crying this crying this morning about missing her friends and stuff like that, oh, you know. So it's kind yeah. of like I I don't want to go over a lot of ground that I was chatting about with Sadia the other day, but it's like the fucking hell, you know. There, there, there's um this is where we need to be looking out for each other, and yeah. even silly silly little chats like we're having now, you know, if it um connects with anyone and makes people realise that sat in their flat they're not on their own and there's other yeah. people f- thinking similar stuff to them then it's uh you know it is really important that we connect isn't it because it's uh, it's a fucking lonely time and there'll be people out there who were who were lonely before this shit was going on you know yeah yeah i mean i yeah yeah i i i've always i've i mean even though i've i've, I've got two friends that i've had since i was born who i'm like they're like you know, blood relatives, they might as well be. And then I've got loads of comedians in the circuit I'm really close with and I love the bits and stuff like that. But um, the I, I always worry about, I always feel as well like a kind of severance in connection. And uh, you, 
have to constantly reaffirm that you're, you're yeah you're not in this on your own and not get too solipsistic and reach out to other people and check in like i'm checking in with neighbors and uh, and neighbors that i wouldn't usually speak to i i wouldn't usually have any any kind of dealings with them and it, it is it is bringing uh, the the universality of the experience is bringing people together and kind of helping to create a social cohesion i think but I, I, I think the only problem I worry about is there ha it has released this anti um, this kind of this this anti elderly people sentiment. And as someone who has I've, I've kind of I've devoted eight years to working in elderly care. And I think what they'll do now is that no politician would ever would ever acknowledge it, but they'll institute a government mandated coal by redistributing yeah. vital services back to younger patients, like a kind of bureaucratic triage. And it's it's madness that people are talking about that and it, with such flippancy and as if it's like a no-brainer. And, and to be slightly sensationalist, um, there was there was speculation that when Harold that part of Harold Shipman's motivation was uh, a bureaucratic management of budgets um, uh, that ensured quality care by means of homicide so his budgets had to be balanced and right. he, achieved, he achieved this by periodically removing patients and people would, are actually saying that as if like oh, that that of course that's what we've got to be doing we've yeah. got to be in you know in so many words we've got to be culling fucking well, the, the, the hospital said it and the uh, NHS and, and you hear it around the world from all the you know help different health services and you know professionals out there from really early on there was the language of we're going to have to choose who we treat and that's correct that was like uh, that was like days after we knew about it that was yeah. like almost one of the first thing you know that, that was coming out of these institutions was was that decision that the hypocrisy for me on it as well is the the people that you get in spouting this kind of language, um, and fuck it, I've said it on my podcast loads of times. So they they, they come from generally a position on the right to some degree. Yeah. Um, by nature, that generally means that they were supporters of Brexit as well. Three fucking weeks ago, the old, old people of this country were being held up on a pedestal by these individuals weren't they as yeah. being that how dare you not listen to them how dare that what do you mean their voice isn't relevant you know if ever there was a comment of you know we're, we're leaving the eu or or you know we're changing our, the whole future of, of our lives yeah. for the viewpoints of some people that aren't going to be around for that much longer you know it is that the wisest decision to be making? They were absolutely up in arms in that. Yeah. And now, now they've got an opportunity to say, oh, well, we, we got out of them what we wanted now. We can, <laughs> yeah, like you know, get, bin them off them. now. We've juiced them. We can uh, now throw away the, 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 the skin. We've got the pulp. We've got the Brexit. Now we can just throw away the, the, the somatic cells of the elderly and just, uh, yeah, completely discard them. And that, and that is, yeah, that's exactly right. And it's, I mean, with the NHS's position and uh, the medical uh, position of having to prioritise younger patients, I completely get it. And that is the correct thing to do. But for any doctor to make that call, as they'll tell you themselves, it's yeah. fucking heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that they have to decide to prioritise one human life over another. 
and um, it's a necessary evil. But these, like you say, usually right wing pundits talking about it as if it's as if it's nothing, as if it's a no brainer, and and worrying about the preservation of the of the economy over human life. Like another, I think it was the um, the mayor. I can't remember his name. Andrew Cuomo, is it the mayor of yeah. New York? Yes, he it said, is. Yeah. He said that we can rebuild the economy, but we can't bring back human lives. And that, that, yeah, that, that's, that's what we should be keeping in mind is that the economy, yes, we might have, um, we might be in, you know, we, 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 we might have a quite Spartan, ascetic existence for a little while. Um, and some people it will deeply impact, you know, people who are already below the poverty line. But then we have a, a, a duty, a civic duty to uh, bring them people into the fold and to and like what they're doing at the moment where they're putting up homeless people in hotels and stuff like that. This is the kind of shit we should have been doing anyway uh, yeah like that's where, where, that's where, the the the, uh, the that old hypocrisy again isn't it you're right mate yeah and where they talk like the the, the conservatives always used to uh, have a go at the labor party of this idea of like, having a magic money tree they they've now suddenly found this magic money tree it does it, it does it, it does exist this magic money tree to ensure that um uh, that uh, yeah, that we elevate those in society who are who are disadvantaged. Now they're finding that money, and and thank God. Yeah, it's like that bloody round of applause though the other night, isn't it? Of um, you piss taking bastards, you know. Yeah. Of uh, you know, I get why people wanted to do it. I I, I do, and uh, you know, from most people, it, it's uh, you know, that's all they can do, isn't it? If it's you or me trying to show some thanks and gratitude for a scenario then yeah that is all we can do but when they're um they're lined up outside number 10 or somewhere like that and and you can't help but feel they were clapping themselves as much yeah. as they were, were were clapping anyone else it's like fucking hell yeah well i said um, i said i said a thing say because where i used to work in uh, in elderly care i said like six months ago i i would have been considered a, a like a key worker and so when at eight o'clock, uh, everyone was clapping and they were applauding the NHS. Not one of my neighbours thanked me for my service. So I, <laughs> I live next door to absolute cunts. <laughs> You're like knocking on their door afterwards. Yeah, going, excuse me, like, did you, it's all well and good, but uh, not, not one pat on the back for me, mate. Not one pat on the back. <laughs> Fuck you. Live next door to cunts. Like, no, I, I, um, I, yeah, as you said, like all, a lot of us, all we can make, it, it, it was a nice, it was a nice gesture, but it shouldn't replace, um, it shouldn't replace the actual practical steps we need to make in order to ensure that these workers are, are well compensated. Oh, well, isn't it the, and uh, 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 this, this feels like this chat's been, there's been some dark elements to it. So I do apologize to uh, people. If you come on, for, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. not, we were talking about, I oh, want those comedians that do escapism really great. Anyway, this is all the stuff that's shit at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've, we've not provided that. At all. But all those great comedians, they've got podcasts as well. So, you know, you can, you, you can check them out as well. I'm sure with uh, 
yeah, we're, our audience is out there somewhere. But um, yeah, when you you read in that um, at those Nightingale hospitals that they're building, that they're advertising jobs. I don't know if you saw this to work on like the front desks and stuff there, yeah. and they're advertising a higher salary than the nurses will be getting paid that yeah. will be working in the units. It's uh, there. There's not to say that the front desk people are getting paid too much just to say that the there's probably a lot of people in healthcare that well there definitely is that aren't being properly rewarded for the risks that they take and uh, a hollow like... fu- a hollow fucking round of applause or or people stood outside their front door that if they weren't on lockdown would have been pissed out their head wasting the time of A&E anyway isn't quite thanks enough in my opinion yeah it's it's as well because the 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 kind of management structure in the care sector in in, in hospitals and stuff like that they um, they they know they can rely on the innate passion of their workers, and so they massively take advantage of that. So when I, I've been volunteer, I, I, I'm I'm uh, my I'm autoimmune deficient because of my Crohn's disease, but I've been volunteering at care homes who have had uh, uh, they've got skeleton staff um, because obviously people going off sick or uh, yeah. The, the management aren't willing to pay for agency staff because the agency staff costs more. And it's because they know that workers will turn up and put themselves at risk and put their own health at risk because they're compassionate people who love uh, caring for the elderly. And I used to do it, like I used to go above and beyond, above and, above and beyond the uh, the call of duty because I, 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 I couldn't stand the thought of, my residents being neglected or not getting adequate care even though the money was abysmal was fucking awful like it's just just to to sort of shine a light on that when i i was in edinburgh and i was doing my doing my own show but i was i was also part of phil ellis's show and i got paid more to dress up as a clown and pretend to suck <laughs> off a, to pretend to suck off a trombone yeah, then got, yeah. Then I got paid for the preservation of elderly life. I got paid to more to suck off a trombone than I got <laughs> paid to keep Margaret um, alive. So uh, yeah, that kind of speaks to uh, speaks to the the the, the awful uh, way these people are treated. Too right, mate. Too right. Look, I am sorry if I've uh, yeah been a, a bit too real on. Uh, but it's, this is the great thing about these chats, you know, that I have with people is they sort of take their own direction and we, yeah, there, we end up where they are. And there's a, there's, there's a place, there's a place for it in a moment. Like so, sometimes I've seen uh, there, there's some, we have to laugh in situations like this. We have to catheterize experience so we can temporarily drain it of its misery. We, there is absolutely a place for levity and doing what we do as comedians but you get some of these comedians who um are just it's, it's i don't know it's like they're they're just they, they seem to be taking like a wry contrarian point of view with regards to what's happening and again i think a lot of them probably are right-wing comedians yeah and they, they seem to just be putting so much the stuff that's usually funny and it can be quite nasty nasty brutal humor i can't there's definitely a place for that and i love it and it can be really great in some situations 
But at the moment, it's like they're just pumping poison into the world. And I'm like, just just take a fucking break. Just take yeah. a fucking break from your personality for the moment, mate. We don't need uh, we don't need you to to relentlessly um, re- relentlessly take the piss out of what the you know the current consensus is. It's like it's like it's like just a bit tedious at the moment. I don't know, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it's yeah, it's just pissing people off for the yeah, because you can, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, because that, that, you can, and to get a little bit more attention for yourself or, or whatever it is. No, you're right. I think we've all got a, a bit of a duty at the moment to sort of uh, look out for people and not be, you know, too cuntish, if I can say that, in our in our like approach to, to some stuff. It's got its time and place, of course it has. But no, I think it's, uh, yeah, important that... Um, Try and bring people together rather than creating division. And I know that that you get that mischievous uh, instinct as a comedian to prod people a little bit and uh, see what you can get away with and, uh, you know, go right up to the line so that we, we're we aware of where the line is. And that, that's a vital function of being a comedian and what we do. But at this moment in time, yeah, maybe focus more on, on yeah, cre- creating... Um, creating a sense of unity then rather than creating a sense of division try and try not to politicize this situation as well yeah says says me who's just politicized it first and me as well mate <laughs> i just and me as well yeah, just so don't don't we're not saying be like us are we we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. bastards the last <laughs> thing you want to be is like just be better than us please help yeah, us yeah. yeah make it right someone uh yeah. look mate I, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for taking uh, you know an hour out of your your busy schedule. I'm sure uh, there was a a lot on in uh, in in, lock, in lockdown at the Lonigans today. Yeah, I've had to you know like I've had to uh, cut, cut a couple of wanks off the schedule. But um, sorry, mate, that's a really yeah. packed joke. I apologise. Right. Talk about wanks. I I laughed. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been great talking to you, mate. I uh, um, yeah, no, and like look look after yourself, and I hope you and your family stay safe during this difficult time. Yeah, lo- love to you and yours, mate. And uh, I'll look forward to when that when we're allowed out again, getting you up to Manchester for some gigs and, and oh, stuff like that as well, mate. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, buddy. Uh, look after yourself. Yeah. No worries, mate. Thanks so much. Cheers, mate. No worries, mate. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, so thanks very much for listening there and obviously big thanks to Pope as well. Um, yeah, stay safe, mate, and hope that your uh, dad who's a bit poorly at the moment uh, makes a speedy recovery as well and that you finally get the respect and uh, gratitude from your neighbours that you obviously fully deserve for all the uh, great stuff that you do, mate, going out your own way and putting your own health on the line good on you Pope we need more people like you mate um yeah so I hope you enjoyed that and obviously uh, this is an episode that I'm putting out fairly hot on the heels of the fantastic Sadia Asmat episode um if you haven't listened to that one yet I do highly recommend you go back and check that out um for again like Pope but um Sadia another really relevant voice um at this moment in time and uh yeah an excellent performer and loads of great stuff to check out online for her as well um be good to get some feedback though guys you know um a lot of the time with these we're uh we're pissing into the wind aren't we i might as well be shouting some of this out well, at least if i shouted it out the window i guess the 
neighbours would tell me to shut the hell up, wouldn't they, if they weren't enjoying it. But look, let me know what you think about episodes coming a bit hard and fast at the moment. Um, I, I, you know, you might not be able to keep up. I get that we're in lockdown, but not as I know from the family stuff. You know, it's not like feet up time by any stretch of the imagination. But it, yeah, let me know. Bit of feedback. Uh, hook up with us online at Pullback Reveal. You'll get us on all the socials for that say all of them twitter and facebook um are the main ones that we use there um you can email us as well uh pullbackreveal at gmail.com uh, if you want to make some contact i think some of the apps will let you obviously leave a review and a five star rating would be bloody amazing for us as well and would really uh show us that there's some love for us and uh yeah that you're enjoying it but no do let me know do feedback on um episodes coming thick and fast if that works for you you know my plan is really kind of get stuff out there for you guys at the moment um get a ton of interviews in get them out really quick and then you can you know you're welcome to go back through them as and when you wish it's uh, maybe not the best for chart positions and, and all that kind of thing uh, you know the algorithms uh but screw that at this moment in time you know it's all, all about connecting with people and as i said to pope you know if there's even just a couple of you out there that kind of come at things a little bit from our point of view or from the point of view of our guests and uh, you know and we're feeling that you're connecting with someone uh, maybe feeling a bit lonely at this time then you know we're doing our job i'm uh, i'm helping out and i'm you know massively proud and chuffed if we manage to achieve that at any point so thank you once again to pope lonigan uh, to you for downloading this episode as well if you're listening right to this end bit fucking hell you are a trooper um there aren't medals if there were i, I probably wouldn't be able to send you one anyway would i um but yeah slap on a metaphorical metaphorical um meta is that right oh you know what i mean oh god i'm tired it's late um Yep, give give yourself a pat on the back and a medal or a round of applause. Go out on your doorstep and give yourself a round of bloody applause. Love you lots. Thanks, guys. See you next time.